When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, the coolest podcast in the world. And today I am in here with hip-hop royalty, legend in the game, overall dirtbag. All true. It's all true. It's all true. Man. Jack Thriller is in the building. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. No jumper, man. How you feeling? Yo, I'm 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 happy. I'm overjoyed, like Stevie Wonder. Mm. You know, I'm on, I'm on your show. Uh, you did this that new hot shit with the thoughts. You know what I'm saying? The 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 brand new rappers, people that we don't even know exist, mm. but you do. You on you you on the post of the culture, and mm. I, I'm trying to get on that side of the fence, bro. Right. I mean, I, I'm 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 overjoyed. We got to get you a little OnlyFans girl. I mean, not too low. If, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, I love me a good OnlyFans girl. This is one that um that I like right now. I think it's her name is like Persephone or some shit like that. See, there's ten billion of them, so I have no idea who you're talking about. But yeah, there's, there's a, a lot. Million. Of, there's a lot of. She's so busty. Really? Oh yeah, she's hot. You a titty guy? I'm 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 more of an ass dude, but mm. she got some big ass juicy titties. I'm talking about the ones that'll make you want to beg for buttermilk. Mm. Come on. It'd be like that sometimes. You know, but see, this is the thing about you that I find very interesting. You you's a horny guy. Very horny. Oh, it's me so horny. Yeah. Oh, me so horny. <laughs> you met you met like Me when, fuck you short time. When I met you in New York. I was with some of my other employees, and uh-huh. you guys became friends on, on Instagram or got each other's numbers <laughs> or whatever. And one of them is just in the back of the cab, and he just goes, bro, why is Jack Thriller sending me mad pictures of bitches? Like, oh, that you, was an accident, you man. You met the homie, and you just started sending them pictures of hot girls right yeah. away. Hey, man, I was trying to, you know what I'm saying? He, he was new in town, and uh, I was trying to see if he, he he was trying to get some self-service over here. Well, we were looking, and it's like it doesn't even seem like Jack knows who these girls are or anything. It looks like these are just pictures that he found out of a straight stunt magazine or some shit. Some of them be like that, and I know a couple <laughs> of them, too. I know a couple of them, too, man. Right. We friends. Yeah. Cause I got girls. You a they got horny girls. guy, man. That's all I'm saying. I've been doing. I'm working on my Brian Pumper documentary. Ah! I swear, you and him cut, are cut from the same cloth. Hold on, time out. So you really gonna do a Brian Pumper documentary? It's really just a 35 minute YouTube video, but it goes it's pretty in depth. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Talking about as much as honestly, if I reached out to people who knew him in their private life, yeah, I would be able to make it a lot more comprehensive because, like, just the other day, I met a porno dude who told me that his friend slapped the shit out of Brian Pumper. 
And I was just like, oh, damn, that's a whole story. But I, I don't want to get into, like, unreleased <laughs> news for this video. I'm going to stick to shit that's, like, already been on Worldstar. Bruh, let me, hold on. I think you should make him a little Lifetime movie, though. Mm. He, it's, he has so many different layers, so many different stories. And that that, that him getting the slap, the hell slapped out of him. He, it, it, I, I'm pretty sure that that's not the coup de grace of Brian oh, Pumper's story. No. no. Yeah, yeah. But you used to be a shooter. That's how you came in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to be a shooter for <laughs> Brian Pumper. And Whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I used to uh, be bodyguard. Um, uh, uh, I was also, you know, just part of the entourage and whatnot. It, it's been plenty of times where people tried to fight him, and um, I let him. But how'd you meet him? And what? What? Because I mean, there's so much to the story. But yeah, we, yeah. we could get into like how Jack Taylor came in the game in the first place. But how did you meet him? And how did you end up working with him and shooting people for him? Oh, uh, which is just a joke, by the way. In case anyone, no, nah, I shot a couple people for him. I definitely oh, shot. A, okay. Yeah, yeah, Take definitely kind of because they was gonna kill me for being with him. Mm. So I had to end up. He ended up got like default killings and avengings. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because my life was in danger. Well, you know what's crazy though is that the other day I'm talking to like an older gangster type guy out yeah. here, uh -huh. street dude, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Y'all got a lot of them, I, we, infinite." And I mentioned Brian Pumper, and he was like, "I'm gonna tell you something." Brian Pumper, back in the day, he had all the bad bitches. That is not what it looks like on his Instagram now. No. But at a certain point, he was running shit. Yeah, yeah. He don't like to work hard when it comes to, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, uh, catching hanging fruit, mm. low-hanging fruit and whatnot. He doesn't like to work hard. So, And I'm on that type of time, too. But mm. I I got a, a little bit more standards than him because he, he, he pimping hoes. Right. I, that's not what I do. Right. I'm, 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 I'm fucking people with pussies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in the process of doing that, you know, I like who like me, but it's got to be somebody that make my dingling happy. But that's so true that, like, as men, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. You, yeah. you could just be... I know some guys who they got no interest in low hanging fruit. Yeah. They and only go to the top of the tree. Yeah. The top of the pyramid. Yeah. They only want the Nicki Minaj, the Beyonce, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Me, I was never that. Me neither. I, Anybody I, at the bar, basically any person in there who's a woman. Yeah. It's going the, down. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it's some good old heterosexual sex. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, me and uh, my man Gabriel Hart. We was just talking about that uh, yesterday and everything. Just the low hanging fruit. Right. If it's easy, you are gonna have some problems. Yeah, you know, in the long run, you gonna have some pro a lot of broke ass problems and stuff that come along with mm -hmm. the low hanging fruit. Right. And if you really don't like them like that, I don't, I really wouldn't trade my time off to be like having to hang out with a bitch that you don't like yeah. for, for a weekend, a week. It's hell, bro. Yeah. It's hell. Have you ever flew a bitch in and shit like for the weekend and shit, and then you didn't like her after about a good two hours? Oh yeah, back in the day. But the thing that has changed for me is that my temperament for what I can deal with yeah. as a person is so much smaller now <laughs> that if like if, if there was a girl in my house that was annoying me, it would just it would be over. I'd be like, you gotta go. Like I can't do this. Like you're annoying. Like I, I gotta go. Yes. It's, but back in the day, I would deal with all kinds of crazy shit. All kind of. Yeah. What's the most craziest shit you dealt with, which you wouldn't normally do? Um, you, you wouldn't do that shit now. The year was 2005. I had an all-white, brand-new Diplomat shirt, 40 bucks, maybe on Canal Street or some shit like that. Brand-new Diplomat shirt. I know Eugene knew, but I had, I had the I had the Diplomat shirt. Yeah. Kicking it with this girl. Bitch, just, we, we're at, the, at the, the, the corner store. She's getting a hot dog, and I, like, said something that pissed her off. She ah, just sprays me with the ketchup. You're all over my brand-new shirt. 
And what did you do? I was in disbelief. I just could not. I tried to leave. I tried to leave her and go back to my house, and she ends up following me back to the house. She's like begging me for my forgiveness and shit. Then we get back up into the crib, right? We start hooking up. She fuck, and at this point, I'm like in my head, I'm like, I can't believe I'm even hooking up with this girl after she just did this to my brand new diplomat shirt. I can't believe it. I start. She fucking grabs my head, pushes it down to her pussy. I'm not one to say no. I start eating the pussy. Oh, you enjoy that? She comes. That's your pleasure. She's over it. It's over. It's, I make her nut, and she just immediately is like, "Oh, okay, yeah, like I'm done." Like, I'm like, what? "Hold on, cut, I'm cut. like, I'm not getting some top after this, even with the ketchup situation." Get the fuck! Oh, she used you for head, crazy, and then like, just like I'm out and ruined my shirt. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. When I think about that now, I would have probably like called somebody like, "Yo, this girl, she got to die." Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> you wouldn't have been wrong for it. Hey, hey, listen, you know, it's pandemic going on right now. It's a lot of um, uh, uh, out of work hitmen and everything. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of out of work hitmen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and money, the money's wrong. So they suffering too. Hit me and Jack up because we got a lot of work that we uh, could offer y'all. Most definitely. What's, what's the most, what do you take for, for murders? For assassination, good old hip, good old fashioned hit. How much would it take for you to do that? I pay about well twenty five hundred for that. Twenty five hundred. That's, that's, that's a pretty. That's good, max. That's kind of like a going rate, though. I hear about people getting killed for twenty five hundred all the time. Yeah, yeah, most, most not definitely. like specifically, but I've heard. You know. But see, the problem is where you pay you don't 2, want a twenty five hundred dollar body. <laughs> the twenty five hundred dollar murder like might come with. Um, Somebody else getting shot, mm. or the motherfucker staying in town and whatnot. Turn you, around, go right to the cops, just tell them. Yeah, this, yeah, like you, you really need to know what I'm saying, up your game when it comes to them professional hits and stuff. Mm. You know, unless you're kill, killing homeless people. Oh, no. no. If you're killing homeless people, you, the investigation probably is not gonna be that crazy. But you know what is crazy? Like, real talk, like, I've, I've, I've known rappers that then I like went and like read about their court shit and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was like the smut on their name was that they had ordered murders and spent like 2,500 bucks on that shit. And like that just trips me out where it's like, holy, <laughs> like I could be living like that. Like, so somebody could just diss me on Twitter and I could like that. That's how they're living. Like that's, crazy yeah that is fucking nuts man kind of crazy yeah yeah and then you man i was just talking about this the other day um it, i'm i'm kind of not like having a problem with getting that chip in me like you know when you, when we get that vaccine mm. and whatnot i might take it for the chip because what if i'm one of those people that's supposed to get murdered and but then they take my body off and whatnot, and then they want to chop it up or some shit like that. I want people to find my body. Right. I don't want to be a missing body. Mm. You know. So that's what my rationale behind taking the um, vaccine. No, I respect that. Yeah. Imagine that if they could like figure out who killed who just because like the 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 microchips inside your body, mm -hmm. like you basically like oh, recorded audio. Your, your microchip was near his microchip during mm -hmm. this time period, so clearly it was him. Yes. And that's how they figure it out. It's like, like imagine when it gets to the point where all the government has all the information mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they don't have to like you know try to piece shit together from mm -hmm. a camera and all this stuff. No, it's like we're in the video game and they know exactly what happened in the they video game. They can see it through your eyes. Truman through show your shit. shit. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. I think that's where we're going. I think that like uh, in a hot 20 years, the, the world could be on some shit like that. Definitely. Yeah. 
Definitely. I'm I'm not I'm not afraid of the future. I'm open to it. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel right now? Like, because you you in a really good position. You live a comfortable life. How is the pandemic like? You know, um, fucking up a, a Adam Twenty Two. It hasn't really fucked me up. It was actually weird because I already was very much in the mind state of stay home, go to work, do your job, go home, kick it with the girl. Because I have a baby on the way and everything. So like for me, you know, I'm I've been very much like living the life of a man who's kind of. Staying around the crib, locked down. I haven't been going out to parties. I haven't been going to bars. I haven't been going to clubs. I haven't been doing all that shit for like a couple of years now. So it pretty much was like, oh shit, like now I get to stay in the crib and like kind of do the things that are more antisocial. I have plenty of antisocial hobbies. Go out, ride bikes with the homies, which is like a little social, but you know, you're only around a couple of your friends. Um, you know, I play online poker, mega antisocial. So, like, you know, I have all these things that I could be doing in the crib that realistically are very fun, but then, I, you know, it's not me going backstage at Rolling Loud. Right, Which, right. when I do that, really good for content for the vlogs, good to meet people, good to, like, you know, met a lot of cool people in situations like that, but also a lot of stress associated with it because you don't know who the fuck you're going to run into, you don't know who got an issue with you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I, I, I and just the other day, like a week or two ago, I went to a skate park, probably took pictures with like 10 kids, and I just realized in my head, like, I haven't done this thing in a while. Like, pulling up and taking a bunch of pictures and being, like, Mr. Cool Guy. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it in six months because of the pandemic. So, is it like, did you did it feel like it's a new high when the kid, like, the first time you you had people to come up, oh, no. shit, Adam 22, Adam 22. Did, you, did it feel like that again? Did you get, like, oh, they really love me. They're really watching. Yeah. They really fuck with me. It's nice, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of like just used to it at a certain point. Mm. Actually, more of my emotions are like, "Up, oh, we're not gonna be able to be here too long." Because you already you see them hopping on their phones and FaceTiming their homies and being like, the, the, "You the, better get down these here." These right dudes now. are all here at the skate park. You're gonna pull up. I'll, you know, bring get, your album. Yeah. Bring yeah. Bring that little thing, the little chip shit. Bring all of your shit right now. Adam Twenty Two is there. Hi, hey, let me ask you this question. I love how this interview has been turned around on me pretty quickly. You do you like that when people come up to you bringing their um their CDs and everything? Oh no, you 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 <laughs> people know you for breaking motherfuckers. So I know you got it way worse than me. That will never work for me. Nobody's ever gonna walk up to me and like hand me a CD or a USB drive. Just for the record. Nobody would. Why not? No, they can. They could try. It's just not gonna happen. I'm not oh, gonna, you don't accept it or none of that. I mean, I, I might take it, throw it in the trash ten minutes later. No offense. It's just not. It's just way too much coming in for me to even think about. Like, oh, a CD. I'm gonna listen to. This. Like, are you fucking serious? I don't even have a CD player. Where am I mm. gonna put that? Yeah, yeah. This is not happening. Yeah, that shit is weird as fuck. When motherfuckers bringing them CDs, man. That's not. That's like, did you get I just got a DeLorean or something? Yeah, I feel you. You know, I know what you're going through. But mm. this is not it's not gonna go down like this. Right, right. All right, let me interview you, motherfucker. Oh, man, you keep I'm asking me questions. No, it's okay. I don't know what this is the habit like a motherfucker, man. I like it. No, all right, so where the fuck is Jack Thrill coming from? Man, I'm coming from Miami. That's where you started out. No, I don't know. I'm from oh. uh, Decatur. Yeah. Oh, okay. Born in Albany, Georgia, raised in Decatur, Georgia, in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, you ain't a New Yorker. No. Well, you're on Miami? I didn't think you was a Miami. No, kid. no I, I thought you were asking where I was yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you <laughs> came from Miami to kick it with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to eat medicated pizza here on And this medicated pizza Let right here. Let me just serve myself up a slice. If you don't mind. I got to throw one on here, bro. I made it myself. Did you really? Wait, yes, I did. We're going to get more into this later. But what, tell me a little bit about this. 
Um, this is Stone Pizza, man. Uh, it was created by my homeboy Chris Barrett uh, three years ago. He used to do them high-profile dinners with lobster steak and all that uh -huh. and whatnot. But it's a lot. It's really expensive. So afterwards, you know, people would still be hungry, like two in the morning or some shit and whatnot. So that did, he would make some pizza, and it caught on. It was cheaper, you know. Um, we uh, uh, have. It takes like six dollars to make a pie. Uh -huh. We we medicate it and then we sell it for sixty dollars. So what is this equivalent? Too. Like, is this gonna get me fucked up? Hey, it is um, 40 milligrams of marijuana inside each slice. And is it is 320 in a whole pot. Significant, but not like, I'm pretty sure I ate like a thousand milligram chocolate bar back in the day and almost mm -hmm. died. So I think I'll be all right. I, I, oh, you're gonna definitely be all right because you're a heavyweight. Mm. Big dope. You smoke a lot of weed? No, I don't smoke at all. Really? But you fuck with the pizza? I fuck with the pizza. Really? I need it. I be having insomnia, so medicated uh, foods and uh, edibles they help me to go to sleep. Really? So this is a business that you just got associated with? Yeah, associated with man. Um, actually, uh, this earlier this year and whatnot. Um, and it's just taking off, and you know, uh, I got a house now. <laughs> um, I got with a jacuzzi and where crazy backyard. No, oh, Harlem. In, oh, in Harlem. I'm in Harlem, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in Sugar Hill. Baby, Damn. not hard to find. We throw parties there and everything. You know, pizza parties. I let the fans come over, eat pizza with me. To it's, your house? To my house. You let your fans in your I, house? The, 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 yes, the, in the house. I let my influencers like I, tomorrow. I'm a, I got a party with Vado. Okay. Vado, he's throwing a pizza party at my house. I need some pizza with Vado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why he's not? a really cool dude. Bro. Yeah, really, really, really cool dude. Hmm. So uh, yeah, we um, I, I throw like three or four parties um, a week right. at the at the crib. Got the jacuzzi there. The ladies, you know, busting out. You know what I'm saying? Damn, so you get money like that? You That's, got a house in Harlem with yes, a jacuzzi and you're yes. throwing parties. You sound rich as fuck. Yes, man. Nobody you know, has a uh, house in Harlem. Yes, the brownstone, baby. Ooh. Yeah, brownstone, I'm two level. That. You know, wash and dry, three bathrooms, you feel like you fireplace. Made it? Yeah, I feel like I made it. What's the I got scummy, a 100-inch screen TV in the living room. What's the scummiest spot you've ever lived in in New York? Oh, shit. You was a Brownsville guy at one point or not? Nah, it, it was always... Um, I stay in in a, in a room, um, yeah, a room, <laughs> a room literally right. a room. It'd be like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this shit didn't. Um, this um, apartment that I that I lived in, it was like seven flights of stairs, mm -hmm. and it was no elevator, and I stayed on the seventh floor. It, it was equivalent to the. Um, uh, that scene where Eddie Murphy first get to uh, get to uh, uh, New York and shit, mm. and he said we looking for very meager accommodations. Right. That's what my last apartment was looking like. <laughs> yeah, my man Chris, yo, he he uh, he put me part of, brought me part of this business, got me this house, man, changed wow. my life, put all the money in my pocket. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, and yo, I man, listen, I'm 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 getting my dick sucked for pizza. Damn. For pizza, pizza, man. Sounds like a fair deal. Yeah, it's a fair deal. Because think about it. What do women want to do? They want to get high and they want to eat. Mm. I didn't hit both of two in one stroke. And then we got 12 products. We got uh, cannolis, brownies, cookies, right. um, garlic knots, sticky icky wings, gelatos, wow. um, yeah, sodas. Yeah. It's it good business to me. You can just sell any product. Yeah. But then you medicate it. It's medicated. Lit. And I'm trying to bring it out here to the West Coast. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here in talks with Nick Cannon right now. Why Why you go to Nick Cannon before you go to me? Like, you, you, you know? Listen. What is that? Listen, I, I, we, I'm, I'm, we talking. I, I, hey, bro, I want to go with you too. What's up? Right, let's go. Well, I'll open the Melrose one. Nick Cannon can open one in 
I don't know, Burbank, wherever it, the hell he's at. Yeah, where? I mean, I mean let's do it. That yeah. sounds like a plan to me. Like, you got that weed hospital, right? Hey, tell, tell me about those. Yeah. Where the fuck? All right. Give Stone me, pizza, baby. Give me your entry. entry. We'll, we'll talk more about that, too, in a moment. But where, where, give me the entry point into the game for Jack Thurl. Like, how do you, we know you as the this is 50 guy. How'd you get into that position? Oh, okay. Well, I've been doing um, in, uh, working towards getting in the, the industry since I'm 12 years old. Mm. I was in a gospel play with Rerun from What's Happening. Really? Yeah, it was called wow. Will to Survive. Mm. And then um, I, uh, later on, I hooked up with my man Gabriel Hart over there. Mm. You know, he's a stand-up comic himself. Oh, he, he, uh, he's also one of the biggest video directors in the world. He did Versace, Versace, Versace. So he's my not president the, is black. He's not the guy that you did the pizza thing with? No. Oh, I thought that That's he was the guy own. you were going to bring on no. later to talk no, more he, about the pizza because you told here. me that. Oh, okay. He's not he, he couldn't make it. Whoops. Okay. Yeah, he was back opening up a store in um in uh, uh downtown Soho. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So he had to go back. Right. So I'm alone today. Mm. And I ended up I had to cook the food. I want some medicated pizza. That's all I know. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, but so you you did you already have the vision as a 12 year old that you wanted to get in the game? When I was five, when I seen Michael Jackson, I didn't know exactly mm. what I wanted to be, but I knew I wanted to be an entertainer. And oh. I wanted to I just want to be great. I want grown ass men to faint. Jack! Jack! <laughs> Michael! Michael, you know that's, that I won't. I wanted that. Right. I didn't know how to do it. What I was gonna do, but my teacher used to say all the time that I'm funny. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. And so you know, when I ended up dropping out of school in the ninth grade and whatnot, had to go get real jobs. Uh, I went to go um, to the uh, uh, Phillips Arena to sing the Kings of Comedy. Mm. Right at twelve? Yeah. No, no. This is at seventeen. That's I'm out a good of introduction to the game, though. Right yes. there. Yes. That yes. put you on hard? Yes. Mm. I watched this. Because, you know, you see uh, Steve Harvey on yes. um, the Steve Harvey show and whatnot. And to see him on stage, it was two different things from Mr. Hightower oh, versus. He was dirty on stage. He was comic? dirty. Mm. Then it was Ryan Cameron. He opened up for him. Ryan Cameron is one of the biggest uh, DJs in um, Atlanta mm. and whatnot. And I listened to him every day on the radio. And he was opening up for the Kings of Comedy. And Bernie Mac, um, uh, Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer. And, you know, my man. And Ryan Cameron was the opening act. I was like, oh, that's what I am. That's what I want to do. So I uh, I heard Chris Tucker had a comedy club. Went to the Chris Tucker Comedy Club. Went up there and uh, did fairly well. Mm -hmm. Next time I bombed. But I was like, this is the way I want to live my life. This is mm -hmm. what I'm I'm fixing to uh, start doing. So I hooked up with my man Gabriel Hart, another cat named Food Stamp. And we was this comedy clique. And we would go around telling jokes, man. Right. Until everybody knew our names. Right. So you just start going hard on the comedy grind? Yes. Right. And then we started. We 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 was the only skit game in um uh uh, uh in comedy. What year was this? This is probably like Gabe, like two thousand. <laughs> Gabriel, two thousand. Two thousand. We uh got together and started doing skits. Yeah, something like that. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So where were you putting them? MySpace? We, we no, we was on no, DVDs. You didn't yeah. have that yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think MySpace had just came. Was no, it was Black Planet. MySpace was about two thousand. Three, four. No, it wasn't none of that shit. 2004, yeah. It was just Napster, yeah, yeah. You were throwing it on Napster. No, no, no. It just downloaded shit off Napster. 
that was the era. Right. We, we would download shit off there and whatnot, and we was the, like the only comedians in town that actually uh, was doing sketches and selling them in the comedy clubs. Right. Then it's, this guy named Roland Powell, he got hip to it and whatnot, and he was like, yo, uh, yo how y'all do this shit? And he uh, hired my man Gabriel to do the uh, DVD. We wrote the skits for it, put it out. It's called That Boy Funny. Now this guy goes by his name. You probably heard of him, Lil Duval. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. so, this, so he helped to enter you in the yes, game as well, right? Yes, right, right. yes. And he was doing his thing at the time, right. opening up for Cedric the Entertainer and all kind of shit. So, you know, me and him got cool and whatnot. And he just took me on the road, took me under his wing, showed me how to be Jack Thriller. Right. But at the time, my name was Honey Buns. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like but, that name for you. Yeah, it's with, with a Z, though, because the Z made get masculine Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah and so uh, you, you see what I, masculine when you honey yeah. buns very hip-hop to replace an s with a z yeah exactly you ever write the and change the e to an a I, that's lit too i, I never <laughs> tried that but yeah i should have fucked with that i remember being a little kid though looking at the back of the album covers mm -hmm. and just being like wow like there's a whole world of different spelling out there yeah you know that's like how i found out about that yeah you know a lot of words you definitely know a lot of words I know a word or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some words. So, uh, you know, um, I started, like, living with uh, uh, my, my comedy friends, Gabe and Food Stamp and whatnot, and then my other boy, Caesar. And then, you know, sometimes I was be spending the night over at a, a little Duval house mm. at, uh, in and out so, for about 10 years. So I was just opening act, um, uh, 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 bodyguard. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just a personal assistant. So Damn, I do. You were holding it down at that time. Do you still feel like you could be a bodyguard, or you feel like it made more sense for you at that time? Were you looking at, like, intimidating? I mean, you're I a look, big guy. But yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big guy guy now but i'm i look too friendly back in the day i look fucking i was jacked up mm. and i and i was like a lot more crazy it's looking. about the demeanor too because yeah. it's like now you give off a very fun positive vibe. yeah, you know, yeah if you yeah. want to be a bodyguard you got to be very much more you know, stoic no i press yeah. charges now that's it <laughs> yeah i don't give i would 911 the fuck out your ass right i don't have time for it i'm 38 years old right i don't fight i don't want to beef none of that bullshit i, I don't got that. none of that left yeah i got a big knife yeah you you know, so it's like I'm 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 looking to catch a stabbing in 2020. If it yeah. goes down like that, you know, like that'd be kind of lit. Like a shooting is a little too much for me. Mm, mm. I can catch a stabbing. You, you know? keep most definitely. It's like it's intimate. Uh, man, it's very intimate. But I gotta pay somebody to do it for me. For real? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, the, I'm that type of guy. I'm trying to you, do my own stabbing in 2020. You yeah. you know what everybody be saying? They, they, they like they, you a pussy if you you like get somebody else to handle your dirty work. But fuck that. If you can get somebody to kill somebody or beat somebody ass for you, you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to protect the president somebody yeah. got to protect the motherfucking president baby so who have you caught fades for in the game man i call fades for uh, uh little duval yeah yeah Never 50 um no i've i've people that kind of ain't taking me seriously in in certain places and if i ever was about to get my ass whooped um uh, uh i I left before uh, everybody got too mad. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I was, I've always been in situations where um, the, I had the upper hand. Mm. And then people didn't try me like that either because they respected me as a real nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never had a phase in your life where you were rolling around with the thing on you? Yes. When I first got the... Um, to uh, New York man doing comedy and whatnot. In New, New York, York, that's the worst place to have a gun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the worst places. I, mean, I, I, I had to shoot criminally. somebody. I definitely had to shoot somebody. About, about 10 years ago, leaving the comedy clubs, motherfuckers tried to rob me and whatnot, and I know I bust one of them. Really? I know I bust one and of them. you I, never found out? You didn't know who the hell they were? Nothing? No, no. You had jewelry on or anything? Was there a reason for them to go after I, you? Yeah, I had a couple chains on or some shit like right. that. Some light. 
Right. And then I wore, I wore polo boots and shit, and you know, just came up there with my Atlanta swag, you know. Yeah. 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 So you when you, when you look like you from out of town, motherfuckers be thinking you green. Mm. And so I, I I don't have no problem right. with teaching somebody the true meaning of Christmas mm. if I'm uh, if I'm threatened. Where do you think you put it in? Like in in the thigh, the calf. Spine? Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, definitely my spine. The, the dome? Where'd yeah, you, where'd yeah. you put the bullet? Oh, oh no, oh man, I, I had to shoot him probably in uh, in the chest. Oh, I, hit, I know I hit him in the chest because I, I heard, I saw him haul him shake like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw him do that shit and I was like, I was so proud of myself. You didn't want to do it again after that? You're and like, I, I got to do this more. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely wanted to do it. I definitely wanted to do it again because. <laughs> You know, just being being home, it makes you angry when you think, hold on, somebody just tried me. Mm. Somebody really just tried me, man. Right. Somebody wanted to kill me. Mm. That shit pissed me off. And then, you know, I, I'm sorry, just. I like it. I was thinking about Screaming. it again. It was, ah, uh, it's so much I haven't dealt with. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, okay, so you, you're you're moving around with Lil Duval doing the comedy thing. At that point, are you thinking about getting into hip hop? What is your interest in hip hop at that oh, time? Oh, me and Lil Duval was doing skits and shit on YouTube and whatnot. Right. So you know, uh, after that, I uh, go do this video with Soldier Boy. The Soldier Boy video, I was Superman in that video. Right. And um, you know, I just did everything that I could in in Atlanta, um, and I decided that it was time for me to move. Mm -hmm. So I. I um, I saw what Lil Duval was doing, Grand Hustle, and whatnot. And I went up, uh, went up north and everything. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a fine fifty. Mm -hmm. So I started doing these skits and shit. And um, he posted up the first skit that I ever did, this Michael Vick skit. Mm -hmm. And um, This Is Fifty had posted that shit up on This Is Fifty. I'm like, oh, this is how I'm gonna find Fifty. Mm -hmm. So like uh, four months later, uh, Fifty uh, uh, hit me. Um, World Star hit me and Vlad hit me. All wanted me to be personalities on their oh, website. Wow, really? Yeah, this is in uh, 2010, the, uh -huh. the top of 2010. So I went with 50 because that's what I came to do. Right. You know, and so he made me G Unit comedian, threw me on the radio, G Unit radio and shit, and I started doing the interviews like that and became this hip hop comedian. And was this is 50 brand new at this point? No, they had been around for what, about like three years. What year are we talking again? I want this is we talking about 2010. Okay. I think this is 50 came about in 2009 or eight, 2008 right. or nine. Because that like realistically, that's mm -hmm. pretty fucking early. Like that that this is 50 was around you know at a time where there was World Star, there was Vlad, there was the actual like blogs. Mm -hmm. But it was not like now where there's a million motherfuckers making yes. content about rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it was a very game-changing uh, platform, man. Right. And it, it it took my comedy career from zero to 100 real really? quick. And I finally started making the money that Lil Duval was making back when I was living there. Really? And so I, I was catching up, baby, you know. And um, uh, Kevin Hart was a really good friend of mine. He would post up all the videos that I would put up on his page. Oh, really? Yeah, Kevin Hart helped me out a hell of a lot. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, shout out to Kevin Hart. Oh, uh, shout out to Lil Duval too, man. And then uh, what ends up happening in 2012, uh, I heard Nick Cannon was going to be um, uh, uh, at Gotham Comedy Club. So I, I go over there, I stalk him at his comedy show, uh, uh, this, 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 oh, his opening act, Chico Bean. Mm -hmm. uh, he was trying to stop me because he recognized me and shit and was like saying, this. I'm like, hey man, you got to get the fuck out my face. I'm trying to holler at Nick real quick. I need to be on Nick's Wild and Out because I heard Wild and Out was coming back uh -huh. and whatnot. So I followed Nick into his dressing room and his body Bodyguards, man, man, where the fuck you going? And I said, I'm going. I'm, I'm Jack Thriller. I'm supposed to be interviewing Nick Cannon. 
And he was like, oh, Nick ran out the door. He was like, yo, Jack Dylan, what's up, man? Hey, I'm about to redo Wild and Out and whatnot. You ain't even got an audition. And I, he exchanged numbers with me. Walk off, rest is history. Wow. I, I came up to New York handling my business, bro. Yeah, I mean, you make it sound incredibly easy. Like, there's probably a lot of people that have gone to New York trying to link up with 50 Cent, and then it just didn't really work. But, but you, I, you figured I, it I, out. I came with a buzz, though. Yeah, yeah. I came with a buzz. I was with Lil Duval. I had done these these sketches. You know, I had been an assistant directors on in um, music videos with my boy uh, Gabriel Hart and whatnot. I was assistant director on My President Is Black. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He directed My President Is Black. What the fuck? That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had no and idea. so I knew how to do a lot of different things from like setting up cameras to breaking it down, the gaffing and all that shit. Uh -huh. Yeah. So when I came up there, it was just easy for me to get around. And I I was going to the clubs every night doing stand up. Mm. So I wanted. It. And I chased it. I wasn't waiting for nobody to put me on. Mm -hmm. I put myself on. And so that's what 50 saw in me is that, that that drive, that ambition. And he knew he didn't have to tell me what to do. I knew what to do. Right. And he said, you know, hey, you use my name, but don't abuse my name. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that was the trade-off right there. But was it weird to be somebody who was like a publicly facing, like, did, did you consider yourself G-Unit? And is it weird at that point? Because I, I considered myself G-Unit right off the rip. Right. I was ready to die for that shit. I'm ready Anybody, to right now. come on, man. If you fucking with 50, you fucking with me. If you, Tony Yayo, all the men, with me, yo, who want it? But I was a comic. But it's not really like that anymore, no, right? It's, it's not, not that, like that, that brotherhood Thank anymore. God. No, 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 no. Fuck, no. I know. No, whoever wants to kick their ass, they, they got really that got shit. nothing to do with you. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Do your thing. When did that start falling apart from your mind? Because it's like, you know, 2002, <laughs> 50 really comes in the game, makes a huge splash, get rich or die trying. Yeah, yeah. And then even up to like 2007, the unit seemed like fairly sharp. Obviously, the, like the game riffs and everything. But mm -hmm. then... You know, at some point around maybe 2010 is when I felt like you really kind of like stopped seeing anybody really working together at a certain point, right? Mm -hmm. that, I think that was, you know, just a transition going on. Mm. And, you know, 50 was figuring it out. And then, you know, he was getting more into the television and entertainment part of it and wanting to act more, just focusing on what he had to do. And what people didn't understand is that's seven years from when he came out. So it's just a lot of evolution was going on and 50 walking in the destiny of being a mogul that he is now. Right. This from the transition from being a king of New York to being that 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 super iconic uh, Eminem, Dr. Dre entity. Right. Yeah, and that's what he is now. And what now? He 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 was having a rough patch. Right. But when I came over there to that G Unit situation on thisis50.com, I turned that motherfucker up. Mm. You know, the red carpets for some of the best interviews you ever see in your fucking life. Right. Because it wasn't interviews. It was more conversations and whatnot. I set the tone for a lot of these motherfuckers that's doing interviews on goddamn websites and shit. I'm your fucking daddy. Right. Um, nobody was doing that before me. I did that. I did this to you. You old mother, all of you motherfuckers owe me some edible arrangements or some some flowers. I'm gonna send you a PO box. Just send me my edible flowers. pizza. Send them an edible yeah, pizza yeah, for some yeah, edible arrangements. Most definitely, man. I'm sorry. I, I, no, it's cool. But I be because sometimes you're bitter and you you know mm. like you know don't acknowledge it, boy. I, I don't don't cool hurt me. You were kind of like too early to necessarily get the recognition for that that you maybe deserve and and for your influence to be felt in the that, same way right that's that's exactly right mm. that's exactly right i was i was just the head of the time and so i ain't make the money 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't do the business mm. like the guys that's coming out right now. You know, I'm just starting to make money now, mm. and it wasn't even off hip hop; it's off pizza right. and whatnot. But then it still helps out what I used to do. So I'm pumping my own brand now, JackThriller.com, JackThriller.com, JackThriller.com. But you're still associated with This Is Fifty, man. I'm still associated with This Is Fifty. They cool as fuck and whatnot. They're always gonna be loved there. But I ain't, I'm a man now. But you're not doing content for them anymore. No, nah, I'm letting. It's a new wave of people coming in now, really? and I'm letting them do their thing and passing the torch on to them. They got that. You are somebody that put your ass on the line for This Is Fifty, though. Do you feel like it wasn't fully supported on a corporate level? That all of a sudden there wasn't like a budget for it at a certain point. Like what, what happened? Yeah, over they time? didn't know what it was. Right. They didn't know what it was. They didn't know how. How to nurture a situation like that, and and I was still trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. So you know, uh, it, 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 they didn't know what the fuck to do with me. Uh. They didn't know what to do with me. I didn't know what to do. Well, I know what to do with me, but I, you gotta you gotta get everybody. I didn't know how to sell them. This is what we should be spending money on me for. I didn't know how to make the business plan to get it off like that. Isn't that interesting though? Because now it seems obvious. You could look at World Star, mm -hmm. No Jumper, Academics, and mm -hmm. you could say, oh, okay. Okay, like this is if you're gonna build a like this is the power of mm -hmm. building a platform within hip hop. Like yeah. World Star has a crazy amount of power because they have all those followers, because they have all those subscribers on YouTube. That's right. And then they get to like basically make money through exerting that power. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, like with this is fifty in those early days. It was kind of like you just had to be making content just out of the love for it because it was like you drop a fire video, you're not necessarily making a few thousand dollars off YouTube like you would now. Exactly. You know, or you're not necessarily able to then go sell a sponsored post for X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was at the time, it didn't necessarily seem obvious why it would be important to have a really big website. D yeah, I, I, I didn't get it. Following. I didn't. I didn't. I did not get it I at all. Yeah. I just was having fun, and I re really uh, wanted to be uh, take the propel the culture to another level. And I was hoping somebody at this particular point would see me. I wasn't smart enough to go get an uh, agent, or, uh, or or I didn't have anybody that was interested in managing me mm -hmm. that could actually take me to another level. Like it was, people wanted to manage me, but they couldn't do shit for me. Right. And you gotta like kind of be leery of that to get inside of the business is, uh, it's a lot of people with managers that can't do nothing for them. The managers riding their wave to find other fucking acts to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you, you gotta get somebody that got connections and can take you to another level. I had a lot of things that was going against me mm -hmm. because I had a glass eye. You know, one of the cutest TV friendly motherfucker off the rip I was uh, I looked aggressive I was doing things online that was very reckless wow. so it would scare away sponsors and advertisers and stuff you like that you think that the eye has held you back in a way like people judge you based the, on that the, the, the eye has has blessed me and it it, it, it definitely uh, put think, people in the way they didn't understand the eye uh -huh. they didn't understand it Right. And they were, they were scared of it, you know. And so, you know, people scared of what they don't understand. So, right. you know, uh, now that um, I, I know I'm supposed to be doing shit independently and all on my own and whatnot. And, you know, like at uh, places like this, I, I stayed there too long. Mm. I didn't know when to get up and go goddamn get back inside the race and um, uh, uh, finish what I had started. Mm. I was waiting on... 
um, uh, 50 to put me on at this particular point, some some particular point. You right. feel me? And that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And there's a lot of time wasted. I, I should have been taking classes and auditioning, but I, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to be trying to be down and I forgot I forgot to go do what the fuck I was supposed to do. Mm. I forgot. Because nowadays it's like Anytime you have somebody who gets a job being on camera for a big corporation or for a, a corporate entity, they're immediately thinking, how am I going to take this momentum that I'm that having built up for myself by this big company? Like if you if you tomorrow, if you, the kid out there gets a job with a radio station, well, I mean, it's like if you're a personality on the radio station, you should be using that to also try to figure out how to build up your YouTube and mm. your Instagram and your platform so that you could basically like take another step up in the game at a certain point like you you feel like at a certain point you should have split off and had the jack thriller youtube channel and started to make your own content as opposed to focus on this is 50 that's exactly what i was supposed to do mm. i remember um um what's, what's my man pete davidson when we was on wild and out together really? and um you know i was asking him how he had got on um this, uh, this show he said my agent like Jack Thriller, you don't have an agent, and I know what the fuck that was and what it what I needed an agent for, right. and I kept on seeing them like you know advancing, going to other levels, like you know uh, what's that show uh, Saturday Night Live and right. uh, Justin Bieber roasting things that I was qualified to do, mm. and I was just getting left because I didn't go find an agent. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have an agent either. I feel like sometimes you get an agent, but like. Most agents probably got more important people to be dealing with. So mm -hmm. how am I really going to trust this person to go and do a bunch of shit on my behalf? Although in my case, I'm definitely not doing any of that shit myself. So mm -hmm. I mean, it would be better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So I, I said that, that like that. That's me. The me uh, having an agent is having somebody working for me, burning a candle from this end, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm still working and doing all that I can do to take my um, career uh, to another level on this end. Right. So you know, it just meets. And if I ever had an opportunity to be on um, so a, a reality show or someone's television show because of that agent, I was gonna go kill it. Mm. I was gonna go kill it, so it will that that opportunity would work for me, work for me, and making that move did my um my best move. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so at a certain point, it, you know, when I think about like a lot of the most viral shit that you ever had, mm -hmm. it was you going crazy on the red carpet, just being there live in effect, like actually at the event, sticking microphones in people's faces and shit. Did you ever start to maybe get the feeling like? I don't know if I want to be putting myself in harm's way all the time. Like, there's something about being up in that situation where anything could happen. Like, is there a reason why you kind of maybe fell back on doing some of that kind of stuff at a certain point? Yeah, or? that's exactly what happened. I lost the vigor. I wasn't. I wasn't the same Jack Thriller. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? I had did things that was starting to civilize me, like um, uh, uh, getting in like real a real relationship. Mm. And you know, living, yeah. So that, that, when you start caring about somebody else and whatnot, it makes you care about yourself more. Mm -hmm. And I was just wanting to live for the people that I was uh, uh, fucking with. And I knew I was by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it started uh, dawning on me that I needed to give a fuck before I get fucked up. Right. And let's not get it fucked up. Uh, I could fight. I could beat the fuck out of any. I, I, I can fight. So. That's not the problem, but I don't want to. Right. I don't want to fight. And, you know, I don't want somebody to, to feel like they want to fight me. Mm. You know, or that I'm coming for people and whatnot. And then I'm, I just start stop 
getting to the point where I want to expose shit and get the tea right. on certain things. And, you know, that shit started being whacked to me. And I was like, damn, I'm supposed to be doing stand up. Mm. I'm supposed to be fun and cool. I ain't trying to be controversial. I wasn't thinking about caring about going viral and all that old silly shit. Mm. I just wanted to be me, to be, be the best me. And I just stopped caring about, you know, advancing the way the industry was starting to go and people were advancing. Yeah, because, I mean, you can get into that mentality of just chasing after viral shit. Mm. And, you know, then at a certain point, it was the same with me, honestly, where... It used to be me out with my iPhone going out and drinking and partying and wilding the fuck out, going to a different rap show every night, kicking it with different girls every night. And then slowly you start to get into a relationship and you start to feel like, is it really worth it for me to be basically like treating myself like the fucking sacrificial lamb that mm -hmm. I'm putting out here for the fucking content mm -hmm. as often as possible? It's mm -hmm. like you start to realize the gravity of that decision when you're 20. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about being no. worried about something. Hell no. But I be as you start to get a little bit more uh, deeper in the game, mm -hmm. it starts to worry you a little the bit. The more real you get, the more unreal it's going to get. Mm. Everybody around you start doing things that they wouldn't have normally did if when y'all was just on a regular level. But when you start going to another level, people start knowing you, and you start acquiring certain things, people start feeling a certain entitlement to what you have. Mm. Like they, they, they helped you get there, and they, you know... It just get un it gets it gets really unrealistic. And you were doing fake beefs too. You ran down on Forty Glock. Yeah, that was a fake beef. That was definitely fake beef. I Forty Glock, my man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That was uh, to promote a fight that never happened. That right? was to promote a fight that never fucking happened. Right. And then the, the, what, what, what was crazy about that shit, bro, is that I was um, I like Forty Glock. Yeah, he cool. He's a cool motherfucker. Cool guy, yeah. Cool. So I couldn't get mad enough at him to promote the fight to even want to fight him. Mm. So I was like, yo, I'm going to get hurt fucking with this shit. Right. I'm going to get hurt. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. Fuck that money. It just wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. But you did do a fight at one point, right? Yes, I did. I fought at BX Fight Club. Right. And I got I got uh, peer pressured into doing that. I used to host BX Fight Club. My man Hove in, um, in, um, from the Bronx and whatnot, he about to go out for 50 and everything. Uh, he, he's uh, helped discover that show uh, for life that he has on ABC, uh -huh. um, BX Hove. He he did a, 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 a underground fight club called BX Fight Club, and I, I was the host of that, and uh, another guy named Pretty Lou. And um, you know when I would host that shit, I would be talking so much people, so much shit. People were like, yo, won't you get in the ring then? Yeah. Won't you fight? And then you know I, I was like, man, boy, motherfucker, I will. <laughs> motherfucker, I, you think I won't? I mean, man, send me your champion. Right. Yeah. So I fought the next week and got my ass beat. <laughs> I got drugged, bro. Did that really hurt your pride or anything? Or were you just no, it didn't hurt my pride. It hurt my body. Mm. It hurt my face. Mm. Uh, it hurt my eye. Right. Yeah. The the, the glass eye hurt. The, the, the good eye. The other eye hurt. The good eye. Right. Yeah. And that's when I was starting to realize, yo, I'm out of control. Mm. Nobody should be able to dare me to, <laughs> to do some bullshit like this. I got my ass whooped in front of Fat Joe, Remy Ma, mm. fucking Tommy from Power, or, or Rotimi uh, Dre from Power. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, I forget who. Oh, yeah, Papoose. Yeah, yeah. All, they all saw me get my ass. Suck. Yeah, yeah. Fifty posted that shit up. You know, yeah. picking on me. All the bad parts of the fight. But I beat. I was beating his ass like the first forty seconds. Right. Yeah. But so that that was the end of you sort of wanting to put yourself on on oh. display like that. Yeah, I ain't want no more smoke, Adam. <laughs>
Adam, I ain't want no more goddamn smoke. I don't blame you, man. Yeah, that shit hurt. It looked look painful. Yeah, listen, you know, if the fight would have been over after the first 45 seconds, like fights in the street do, right. I won. Yeah. You know, but it's at the ring. It don't work like that. Yeah, no. There's so many good excuses you can have when you're in a fight in the streets that you yes. can just sort of rely on. Like, you can rely. Well, there's so many things happening. There's not a great quality mm -hmm. video of it usually. Yep. You ever get you ever get into a fight and then you basically end up like telling the story of the fight over and over and mm -hmm. you just sort of slowly start to twist the facts in the story yes. to make yourself feel like you did better than you actually did? Yes, yes, most definitely. I've been there. Yeah. And um, that's how fights used to be. Like, you could lie and say, yes. it was a tie. <laughs> it was a tie. Yeah, you, it was even, yeah. Yeah, I, and it ain't no video footage, none of that shit. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I think it's kind of hard for kids to be kids now because mm -hmm. when you getting bullied, you can see that shit and it be living online forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you go to fucking Italy. Hey, ain't you the bitch that got her head kicked in and shit at the school? Da, da, da. Yeah. You, that'll follow you forever. If that happened to us back in the day, we would have killed motherfuckers. Right, yeah. We would have killed motherfuckers, man. For your respect in that situation. Yeah, yeah, you you can't take no L like that. That's gonna live for the rest of your your lifetime. On um, for all those millions of views. Yeah, mm. and your kids gonna see it. Mm. Your kids gonna know you got fucked up. Your mm. kids gonna know you was a thot. Mm. Your kids gonna know you so pussy. Mm. Your kids gonna know you was a groupie. My kids are gonna know that I was slanging dick on the internet. You okay? They're gonna figure that out at some point. You think that's gonna be a weird conversation? Should that have anything to worry about? I think it's being like normalized now yeah, to the point right? where people are not gonna be too embarrassed about the shit that they see. It's on. just weird to think that my brain is totally fucked, and in my head, I think that. There's no way that my kid would ever be able to give a shit about that. But then you forget that, like, at the end of the day, you are raising a person that's not as fucking crazy as you are. And maybe they would end up being a little weirded out by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be weirded out. They, they, The kids today are exposed to so much bullshit. Mm, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so much shit. Yeah. I'm a, I, I can't wait for the first time my kid tries to say, like, hey, I don't like this whole porno thing. I'm going to be like, well... You're gonna be living in a one-bedroom apartment in Koreatown if you don't like it. So fuck off. Shut up, kid. So, 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 Adam, you actually did the porn for real, and you, mm -hmm. you, you showed him your dick. Well, yeah. Only so you, we can go Google your dick right now. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Many times over, or caught my girls only fans if you really want to see a lot of it. Yeah. Hold on, cut. Time out. No. So you and your I'm old still lady. Filming, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant. No, yeah. I know, I know. I what you <laughs> Yo, so you and your girl, y'all actually is only fan in the right way. But this is the thing, is that me and my girl are starting a new thing that I cannot reveal the full information about, but basically like what I've done right now yeah. in the porn game, yeah. I'm about to take it ten times deeper. And it's it's not all I'm I'm basically You're like, gonna be doing fetish shit? It's no 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 no. I'm just making a lot more content and not necessarily like my penis necessarily, uh -huh. although there'll be some of that. You're gonna use other people's penises. I've been I, we've been working. Okay. It's the new fucking thing, man. I'm telling you, I know real business people mm -hmm. telling me that they've never seen anything create profits like OnlyFans before. You know? Like, because it really is unbelievable, the idea of, like, you know, you take Bella Thorne. She's, like, a pretty poppin' celebrity and everything. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, she made, like, 
many millions of dollars in the course of a day or two for stuff that took no time to produce. And then you start to get into the head of what all these porn producers for all these years when it was like a fully seedy, scummy, like low-key industry. Yeah, dirt diggler shit. What they were thinking, like, oh yeah, you 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 make content, you pay these girls a relatively small amount, and then three hundred dollars. So many fucking people want to buy this shit. Mm-hmm. It's a wild world. Like man. for $27 too, man. That's the mm-hmm. markup on that is amazing. Like when I was doing the um, porns with uh right. Brian Pumper and whatnot, he would um Wait, pay pause, the girls. Pause, pause. Wait, wait, oh, it you oh, it wasn't just you and Brian Pumper. Oh, was girls no, involved no. too? No, I wasn't fucking. Oh, I thought you were smashing him. No, oh, my, no, my no, fault, no, no, no. I'm heterosexual. Right. I like oh, okay, I, I okay. like girls. Okay. Well he is too, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, he do what he do. I don't I don't be I don't know nothing about all that shit. Right. Yeah, we don't we yeah, we don't do that over here. <laughs> not 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 at uh not not a big dick entertainment. He has been accused of doing gay porn by some people, but through my research, <laughs> yeah. I cannot find any evidence that that has ever actually happened. Okay, well then that means it ain't real. So I mean, hey, that, yeah. you, you know how motherfuckers is uh, in these days and times. If they say it on the internet, that shit real. Right. So you are d- definitely um, lost already in the um, uh, social media court of opinion. But let me ask you this: When you first met Brian Pumper, did? Yeah. Yeah, did he seem like just a badass, cool he, no, dude he, at first, or cool did you think nigga. he was a weird guy from the beginning? I thought he was weird, but he was cool, man. He mm. was cool. We didn't have no pro. I didn't have. I didn't get no like crazy weird vibes from him. He was a regular motherfucker, right? Like most of the shit that you see with Brian Pumper is is it's it's a um, it's it's a character uh. online. Yeah, it's a character. Right. But he's a nice guy. He cool as fuck. He uh he he paid me five thousand to host uh his um. Uh, uh, Fatties, rhymes, and dimes was it one of them? Yeah, and it was ca- uh, called Bust Another Die Trying. Wow. Yeah, that's so crazy that he actually went into the business of putting out pornos that also included his rap videos. Yes. Who wants that? Yeah. Who ever wanted that? I don't know. Hey, yo, how many videos? I think we probably did like five, six videos in that motherfucker. Really? Yeah, five, six of. Uh, um, like music videos, I'm, I'm oh, inside yeah. and shit. His yeah. YouTube channel has so many music videos that are all exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's all just him in a room with like one girl and just he's just rapping in the camera. Yeah, yeah. But he's ahead. Of, he was ahead of his time. Right. And but, you know, um, you these know, days and times, if it was a new Brian Pumper with that I'm kind saying. of swag I'm and shit, I'm trying to be that. You, oh, you want that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think that you and him like would do a great movie together where you, you know, he's Down. teaching you to. Like you, the ropes inside the, porn. The, pause. But the thing about me and him that is weird is why does he not shoot porn anymore? It, it seems very strange to me. He don't have OnlyFans. I know he was like blackballed from like the porn industry at a certain point, <laughs> but why does he not shoot his own content? That's one of the things that I don't really understand anymore. I, I couldn't tell you, man. I ain't talked to Brian Pumper in goddamn, like, I want to say like eight years or something. Right. Yeah, I, I hadn't I hadn't talked to him. They sent me a video of him getting arrested the other day. I don't know what the hell he's up to. <laughs> when it all all falls down. Yeah, you know how that shit goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. The life of Jack Thriller these days, though. Right? Maybe yeah. I should actually consult my list because I know that I've seen some fucking random shit about you when I was uh, doing my research. Oh, it's about you. Talking oh, about- okay, okay. Are you are you in a lot? Are you allowed in Atlanta now? Did you ever squash it with two chains? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. What man. year did you squash it with two chains? What year did we squash it? I, I would say shit. Um, two eighteen. 
Uh-huh. Something like that. I threw up the, I threw up the uh, white flag. Really? Yeah. I was like, I don't want no more smoke. Be in my 2018, friend. And he was receptive to it. Uh, he didn't block me on Instagram, so I had to, took that as he, that's my boy. He didn't block you? Like, he didn't unblo- block me. He unblocked you? or He, he just, never blocked me. Oh. So just so, not getting blocked could mean you're on good terms? Yeah, I think that we're on good terms. I said, I'm sorry. I've been trying to, uh, I sent some edible arrangements over there mm. and whatnot. And, uh, you know, somebody got them and somebody ate them. Really? So I'm pretty sure that it's all good now. You know, he he got a heart of gold, too. Right. You know, um, at the time. I just apologize because I was, I was young, dumb, full of cum. And now, I'm, you know, half of the cum is gone. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm older. I'm pretty sure it's still in there. Yeah, I, mean, I just, I just can't nothing. Like I used to. Really? I can't do it. I don't think I'm experiencing diminishing returns. Yeah. How, how, how old are you now? Thirty-six. Oh, you're thirty-six. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And now uh, you, so you, you're a erectile thing. Drop of a dime, you can get hard. Never popped a rhino. Never popped a Viagra. Still going strong. Going strong. I'm mm-hmm. talking about like, oh, <laughs> like that. Like you, I'm, I'm no gummy bear. None of that shit. Right. This uh, no Twinkie. No, yeah, we're holding it down. Yeah, yeah okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I got the opposite problem, honestly. If anything, where let me, t- I'll just get super real with you. Sometimes yeah, you don't mind. me and my girl will have a scene planned with another girl, right? So right. it's like noon. It's in my schedule. Noon. I gotta fuck my girl and this other girl, right? So I, I'll just be doing whatever. But I've realized that if me and my girl have sex at nine a.m. Before the the twelve o'clock shoot, you mm-hmm. know, if we have sex a couple hours in advance, mm-hmm. then I can go forever when mm-hmm. it comes time to do the content. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that then when I do the cum shot, is less to work with. It's, mm-hmm. it's a smaller nut, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a give and take where it's like you know you want to be you want to be able to produce as much jizz as possible, but you yeah. also want to be able to go as long as possible. Hey, what do you take know. for your jizz? The like the take. Yeah, like, do you do any supplements or something like that? No, no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't nut like that. <laughs> what do you take for your chips? Yeah, like my mine, mine kind of clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you taking any supplements? No, what? I don't. Right. No, like, so should you I? Get, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I be I, I'm, I'm trying to get milky again. Milky. <laughs> I'm trying to get a little milky. You got, bro. You know what I'm saying? They, like, I want my shit to look like some porno shit. <laughs> Yo, that's hard. Yeah, Yo. it's a little, it's a, it's a little clear. But you want to know something though? Is that I, the porn industry be sitting like false expectations? for that shit because mm-hmm. a lot of times they be using fake jizz in the videos. Get out of here! Yeah, it's like this, this like soap or like shampoo type shit mm-hmm. that looks a lot like it. Mm-hmm. And if you ever see like a weird cut, like when it, the guy's going like from fucking her to coming on her face or whatever, and sometimes if you see it, they'll like they'll, they'll edit it so it's like a little flash, and then they show the girl's face and he's jerking off right mm-hmm. in her face. But then there's already this goop on her face from it's because they already dumped a bunch of this fake jizz on her. Okay. Okay, I was like, I ain't never nutted that much nut. No, yeah. Some never nutted that much nut, man. Yeah. And I thought it was something wrong with me. Too much money is on the line when you're filming a porno scene to just be completely reliant on the guy's actual jizz. You know, uh, I mean, you yeah, need yeah. to get that money shot. It's like, what? It, because it happens a lot that they can't get hard and shit. Mm, I've mm. heard. It hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you saying you be getting hard at the drop of a dime every time? I don't know about the drop of a dime. Sometimes I make uh, the girls cuddle with me first. Yeah, I like it. Like, They'll be like, yeah. oh, girls, come on, let's cuddle around. We'll, we'll, we'll all just nestle up together here for a little mm-hmm. bit until we're mm-hmm. ready to fuck. You know, you need that person. I did. Personality, I did. you know? So you don't mind, like, being in front of cameras and shit like that? Mm-hmm. They don't throw off your concentration even with guys in the room? It feels like a job. It, it feels like, but but not as bad as a job because it's, like, a half hour or whatever. It's like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. It don't really. It, it doesn't feel like anything really, because it doesn't really feel that much like you're having sex either. 
But you, yo, but like even when you you like when you see a dude though in the room with you like like they don't kind of throw you off your concentration. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's like a camera guy. He's holding the camera. It's like we're working together. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I'm looking at this guy. I was like someone who's like doing. A yeah. service for me. I'm literally paying him. Mm. So I'm, you know, it's like. That's you were born to do this, man. You were one of those guys. It occurs to me that because I know for a lot of guys doing porn is like a really big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. And for me, it doesn't feel like anything. I don't have a porno dick. Yeah. I got a regular dick. Like, you know, they say all black guys got big dick. I got a big dick for me. That's a hurtful stereotype. Yeah, it's, I, I got a big dick for me. Like, mm. my dick go with my body. But you got to feel for all the black guys who don't have anacondas mm-hmm. because it's like the, the media per- perpetuates the stereotype that yeah. every dude is packing a 10-inch dick. That's yeah. kind of unfair. Yeah, that, that shit is kind of crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm seven inches like a motherfucker in the quarter, like, you know, a couple right. of more little centimeters and shit. I've always felt pretty happy with my penis size, but then when we're, like, working with male porn stars and I'm looking at their shit, I'm, I feel like, Jesus Christ. Little, little inadequate. I don't even belong in the same it, league as these no. guys. I, like, why, no. Yeah. Yeah, and you know when I when I would see that type of shit, I just realized, yo, my dick isn't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Let me put this up. Right. Let me put it up. Yeah. My dick don't make sense Throw in this scenario. Throw it away. Yeah. So the the eye thing though was like a birth defect thing. I was born blind in my left eye. My mom was, uh, was smoking marijuana when she was pregnant with me. You blame it on weed? I said again. You blame it on weed? Yeah, yeah, you, you shouldn't smoke while you're pregnant with really? children. No, you wow. you shouldn't do that. My girl, my, my mom was having a hot girl summer before that shit was even a thing. Damn, because I, I, my girl is like, you know, she doesn't smoke weed anyway, but she made me start smoking outside the house mm-hmm. when she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. But I always kind of assumed that it wouldn't be that bad. If no, she smoked my eye out. Damn. And then I don't know, you know, she might have been on some other little drugs too, you know. See that? I, I might have a little crack eye. I mean, if you, if you were smoking crack, I can imagine the baby yeah, having yeah. a problem because of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But in the 70s, they didn't even know what the fuck crack was, right? They, it was a new thing. Yeah. It was a new thing. And uh, it caught on fast. Yeah. You so know, I hear a lot of people make money off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold that against your mom? You have any deep seated like resentment towards her? Sometimes I, I think I do. Right. Sometimes I think I do. Uh, you know, like I, I'm not the most family oriented guy. Like I don't spend a lot of, I don't go see my my family a lot. Uh, I'm I'm a hardcore loner, man. Um, you are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I so I'm I never been a mama's boy, daddy's boy, none of that shit. But it, it sometimes um, I'm, I'm learning how to treat my mama better. Uh huh. You know, these days and shit. And, you know, my mom's a minister, so whenever I would, um, like, ask for advice about something, she'd always revert to a, a fucking um, verse out of the Bible. Like, like my mom wanted that shit. Right. Just be my mama. Say, be regular. Nobody mm-hmm. want to hear no fucking scriptures, and nobody want to hear no no hymns and no shit like that. Yeah. Right. So that shit would kind of get on my nerves. Yeah. But yeah. do you just accept that about yourself, that you're a loner? Or do you, like, for me, sometimes I feel like I'm a loner, but then I feel like, I'm actually not. I'm just like ne- purposefully sort of like neglecting the relationships that I have in my life because I'm self-absorbed. There's like a fine line between being so self-absorbed that you just ignore all your relationships and being like a loner, like you say, where you just actually, this is who you are, is that you would much prefer to not have human contact? Um... Yeah, just be like people get on my nerve, bro. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you was talking earlier today when you were saying um, that the older you get, you you know your threshold for bullshit it just get a little bit lighter. That's where I'm at. I've always been irritated. I always just been a creative person that want wanted to just be alone and and study and mm-hmm. um, and uh, figure out 
what my next move was and shit, you know? Right. And I just never felt like I could connect and other people was on my page, on the same page as me. So, you know, I wasn't always the, the, the best friend uh, or family member. Right. Yeah. So basically you're saying that you recognize in yourself your own capacity to be an asshole? Yes, most definitely. Right. 100%. Is that something you're working on? Or? That's something I'm working on. Like right now, I'm much better than I used to be. Really? When you say so, Gabe? Absolutely. <laughs> so, right. Okay. So, is that where the the Duval friendship sort of uh, devolved? Was that a certain point you were just kind of being too much of an asshole, or how did that go? Uh, no, he was too much of an asshole. Okay, because I watched a video with you and him on fifty uh, on this is fifty the other day. Yeah. And he was roasting you pretty hard. Yeah. It, and it was uh, I was like, this is an interesting relationship. <laughs> I could definitely see why this sort of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. I w I just wasn't. I I just really. I, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a leader, mm. but I'm also, I also was a tremendously great follower mm. and I just got to the point where I felt like I learned everything that I could learn from him through our friendship and connection and stuff. And I thought that we would be friends longer if I go for, get my own life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I would end up um, moving and everything. But yeah, uh, he can be, he can be like, you know, hard to deal with if you be around him too long in life. Mm. You know, these days and times, um, yeah, we, we go for the jugular. Mm. You know, when it comes to disrespecting each other, we take it there. You know, um, my, my, um, my girl, she um, seen me and Marlon Wayans talking, roasting each other. And, you know, it, at the time, Marlon Wayans, his, his mom was sick, and she, she hadn't died yet. And we were just making jokes about his mom dying. And my girl was like, what the fuck? Are y'all fucking serious? Why the fuck is this funny? But then, as a comic, you you know, there's no limit to what you you mm. do, but especially behind the scenes when you're you around other comics. You right. know what I'm saying? And so, like, after that, after she seen how we interacted with each other, I could say anything I want around her, and I don't have to censor myself anymore. Right. And that's what made it easy for me and her to be together. Yeah. Because you got to accept me as I am. And I, I know I'm a handful. Yeah. I mean, you ever think about that, though, how there's such a big divide between what you can say publicly and what you can say privately? Yes. It's, it's, it's weird as fuck. And it keeps getting bigger. It keeps getting bigger. Yeah. And you, the, the wild shit about that, Adam, do you know you know how many motherfuckers feel the way that you do, but they can't say it on TV because they would lose their fucking endorsements and deals and yeah. shit. So they they feel the same way, but they got a lifestyle. They <laughs> don't want to fuck already, that check up. I'm already like, uh, you know, I hold back on a good you amount hold of back? stuff. But if you're like a guy on NBC, yeah. the shit that you are not allowed to say is massive. Massive. Yeah. Yeah, you, you will scare the fucking money away. The other day, me and my girl were watching TV. We were watching some YouTuber girl, and I just I just went, man, this girl's ugly as fuck. And I just thought about it immediately after I said it. I'm like, I could never say that publicly. Like, if I tweeted that, yeah, it would be the next, like, it, it would be a, a nuclear holocaust of commentary about the fact that I just said that. And yeah. you know, it's like, you, yeah. but with my girl, I felt like I was okay saying that. Mm -hmm. Actually, my girl was like, oh, I don't think so. You're, you're tripping. You know, she, she got to stand up for everybody. But, Word. you know, it is weird. All little things like that, like, this is, it's not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's know. completely, completely different, man. Yeah. You have to watch what the fuck you saying yeah. or you will uh, get your ass in some shit that you can't get out of. And you see how many motherfuckers be having to backtrack and go apologize. Uh, when Because they you won't have to apologize? I apologize to 2 chains. Yeah. But, uh, you know, anything else that now I hadn't after that. But you never had to hit your notes app and go to Instagram and post, like, you know, my apologies to the LBGBTQ community. I'm, you know. Nope. Never had to do that. Because <laughs> no, I consider myself part of the LGBT community. Really? Most definitely. Why? Um, I feel like I'm a lesbian. All that content you did with Brian Palmer? Yeah, man. Mm. I am all the way a lesbian. I identify as a woman. Um... I like getting eight out, like getting my ass eight. You do like that? Wow. Yeah, I love that shit. A lot of people think that's kind of gay that I've done that so much. I, don't, I mean, I think it's only kind of gay if you're doing with with a guy. Yeah, I'm not really, honestly, <laughs> that into it. I'm yeah. just like whatever. Like I'm fine with it. But I had a, a video go viral of me getting head from one girl while my girl was eating my ass, and then I switched, and the other one was eating my ass. And my girl was giving yo. Me, oh, I, I did the switcheroo. I turned around. That's amazing. Yeah, I was pretty proud. That's that's what I want to do, Adam. I want to. I and you switched them around. I didn't even switch them. I turned around. Yeah. So you, I ain't never had a girl. I never had that shit, man. What does that feel like getting your ass ate and your dick sucked at the same time? Were you on any cocaine or anything at the time, or you no. did this was straight up you? It was um, with like a, another very famous, popular porn star. And it was just middle of the day, and I was chilling. And actually, I've lost a bit of weight since then. Mm. So when I when I see that video, it just makes me feel kind of sick. Like, oh my god, like that's so gross that you put your giant fat ass in that girl's face like that. Like, it would be a little bit more pleasant now that you've lost some weight. But you know, mm, mm. yeah, I sit on girls' faces all that shit. Oh really? Yes, most definitely. I I, I, I get on all fours if I got to. Or, oh my you know, god! Yeah, so you're yeah. really like a booty eating bandit. Out yeah, here. most Jesus definitely. Christ. Yes. God, I'm, I be having hoes eating me out like puppet child. You know, it's you funny. Me? When you search Jack Thriller, yeah, it's like mostly you, but some Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. random songs from thr- the Thriller music video. Yeah. There's like yeah. a, little, a little bit of like MJ in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you, I'm a genius. Yeah. That Michael Jackson, the most famous motherfucker that ever walked this earth. There it is. Let's not get it misunderstood. That my, uh, Chris Brown is not the new Michael Jackson. Beyonce ain't known the Michael Jackson love. Nobody's on Michael Jackson love. You can't compare him to anybody. Mm. I hate it with that this gen- this uh, generation is like compares people to Michael Jackson. He, he's mm. in a class by himself. Yeah. It's he, really... It's like, not the same. Who could you even think would come close to being in the Michael Jackson category? Nobody. You can't even say that like Drake's got like a, a percentage of what MJ accomplished or yes. like who he was. Exactly. He's, a, he's, he's probably the closest thing, I would think, in terms of building like a long-term, impressive career mm-hmm. filled with hits. Mm-hmm. Huge megastar. Yep. He was just a good guy too. Yeah. He 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 he's um in the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, uh giving to doing the most philanthropy right. and whatnot and get millions and millions and millions of dollars. So you don't away. you don't go for the the accusations? No, not at all. You don't buy it? No, people like you know how they do smear campaigns on somebody right now if they're right. doing some bullshit yeah. and whatnot. They I, I believe it was real companies paying to uh uh say that Michael Jackson was a pedophile and was mental than kids, I, I it was people paying to do paying to to take his name down and spam. I don't think he'd ever 
ever. I, I don't believe that at all yeah. that he ever hurt hurt a kid or did some bullshit like that. And I, I know people that actually been in that house with him and slipping the uh slipping the beds and all that shit. Uh-huh. And when they was kids and stuff, and he never touched them. Interesting. He never fucking touched them. Right. You know, like David Chappelle even said inside his stand up. You know that uh, uh 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 he just think that Michael Jackson wants to show off all his toys uh-huh. and be the coolest guy and and um make the kids want to dream and shit and be inspired. He gets off on that. Right. Just helping people and making them happy and changing their life, inspiring motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because inside of a world where everybody is going through their little mental issues and depression and da da da, Michael Jackson always put a smile on people's face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when he died, he did enough on earth. Right. He he did it like nobody was ever do it after them from the having the uh the the the, the fucking roller coasters in his yard, mm. giraffes and all that. Who had that shit, man? Right. Who had monkeys putting on clothes? Who had an oxygen chamber? <laughs> Who had, Who had his own goddamn he had his own fucking outfits that you know that you dressing like Michael Jackson if you put that on. Right. You you had his own dance like if somebody do it, you know that person is doing the Michael Jackson dance. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was just one of a fuck Fucking kind. Yeah. He looked different. He looked. He, he changed his look five different times, and it caught on. Mm. He was the master of reinventing himself. Right. Most inspirational dude that ever walked the earth. Mm. We love you, Michael. Wherever oh. you are. I'm sold. Shout out, Michael. Yeah. Um, wait, but is that where the the Jack Thriller name came from? That's exactly where it came okay. from. The Thriller part. Um. Uh, Ti and actually uh, named me Jack because when I was that was when I was going by Honey Bun. He was tired of that shit. You know. Ti was. Yeah. T- he definitely. And yeah. Who was Ti to you at that time? Because Ti blew up what two thousand three four. This happened in 09, just before I moved to New York. Oh, okay. And you so, found out so who I was. He was already T.I. Okay. Oh, yeah, he was T.I. And, yeah, he was about to get ready to go back to jail and shit. Oh, yeah. And man. this was right before that. You ever buy a gun from T.I.? Oh, I, I asked. I tried to buy guns from him. His guns are so uh, unaffordable. I know. Yeah, he on another level and whatnot. He He's, He want to be impressive when he shoot motherfuckers. I wanted, when I was uh, at T.I.'s video shoot the other day, it crossed my mind very briefly. Like, I should say something about, mm-hmm. about like, you know, let me, I'm trying to cop a hammer. I, he would have loved it. You think he would have loved that? I man, think he would have been like, man, why are you bringing up my case from 10 years ago? Let me tell you something. T.I. is one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah? Yeah, especially you, you see him being charismatic on camera, but he's really, really, really funny off camera, too. He's just a great guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, he got a good sense of humor. He know what you do and who you are. He love you, Adam. He was fucking with me. The people haven't seen the vlog yet, but yeah. when they see it, they're going to be like, oh, damn. Like, because he... he, he Put my balls on the fucking coals for a second. Like he tries, he tries to like pull my card a little bit. But wait, 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 what did he say to you, man? I was just like, you know, going back and forth a little. You'll see. Okay, it was okay. fun though. I had fun. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Got you know. Yeah. So what are you up to? What's going on, man? Right now, it's just all selling about selling weed, pizza? pizza. Yes, and I'm doing it on private jets too, bro. Mm, on private, on jets. private jets. I'm over here delivering it to my my um celebrity friends like Adam Twenty Two, like like Twister, uh, Shannon Briggs. How are you uh, keeping these things warm? Or, or, or well, listen, on? I got this uh, this pizza warmer that like they have in uh, Domino's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I uh bake the bake the uh. The pizzas and everything, put it inside the warmer and whatnot, and take it straight over to people's house right after uh, the, off the jet, man. You know, is it is it different going from being a guy who was making money off of your personality towards now you're like really just trying to push a product? It's a little bit different than producing mm-hmm. content versus pushing a product. Like, 
Does it feel like a switch in your brain? It, I feel like I'm going through my my um. Uh, it's not. A, a, I'm using my personality mm. to sell the product. Right. And I feel like right now I'm going through my George Foreman phase. Mm. Oh, you, you do know, look this a lot is, like George this is my Foreman. Yeah, that, yeah, that, uh, you, you have a vibe like him. Yeah, I, yeah, point, yeah, you like me, right? <laughs> you like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a good guy. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, I got the stone pizza now, man. Um, uh, 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 is is canvas uh, infused pizza, man? It's so delicious. Uh, it doesn't taste like weed. Mm. Um, no, it doesn't, and no. it doesn't smell like weed. But it hits you, and you know, you have you with one of those like a really great body high. Right. I mean, I just ate lunch, so I didn't actually finish the whole slice, but I definitely do have a nice solid body high going right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's sexy man and the women like it because mm. you hit two things one you getting them uh, high and you feeding them right at the same time that's all these women want right? that's all they want man <laughs> they want you to get them high they want to get fed and they they want you to, to uh you know just pay them some attention right yeah and that's what i'm doing right now at the house man you know get them inside my jacuzzi mm. you know get them on that comfortable couch take them in the backyard yeah, baby, would you like to smoke some pizza yeah yeah, mm. yeah let me feed you baby would you like some ice cream? Mm. Would you like a cannoli, a brownie, some some cookies? Do you want some sticky icky wings? Some some garlic knots? These girls in LA though, they don't be eating nothing. Yeah, they don't they don't eat that shit Cocaine like that. Cocaine and juice. Cocaine and juice. Rolling down the street, snorting cocaine, sipping on gin and juice. That's real. You ever snort cocaine? Say it again. You ever snort cocaine? No, nah, I never got a chance to. Yeah. But if I did, I, I, I would like. To, it, it, I have to have certain people that I would love to snort cocaine with. Who? Um, DMX. Most definitely, I would love it. <laughs> I, I would snort cocaine with DMX, definitely. Me too, for sure. Yeah, I, I was Charlie Sheen. Yeah, gotta but, do but that. But he's gonna put you to shame to yep. an extent. Like he's gonna do ten times what you do. Yes, most. De- I, I would love to snort cocaine with uh with Donald Trump. Yeah, why, why, why? He was the person that came to mind for me too. Next. Yeah, I just want to hear this stupid shit because they think that he's snorting Adderall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I mean, hey. Yeah, yeah. So I I know he's fun high. Um, he fun when he ain't high. Mm. Um. Let me see who else out. Rick James. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 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 Will Smith. Yeah. Um, Cat Williams. Mm. Um, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, Michael Jackson. Wesley Snipes. I don't do cocaine. If I did and I had some with me, would you do it with me just because it would be a good story? You know what? <laughs> yes, I, I used to fuck around for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Damn, that's good you, to know. You, no, no, you, 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 my boy. I got some mushroom chocolates. I, we could get trippy. I ate some yesterday. Yeah, I, I, we, we, we could do that too, Adam. I'm, I'm in. I'm not giving. No, I'm not doing that again. I, okay, did, cool. I did that the other day. Hey, man, I was like, yeah, man, I don't want to do this shit. Don't bring them out now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cool on what that. What about just hitting the blunt and just get you high as fuck? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I done smoke with a lot of cool people, man. Uncle Who the Jack. coolest person you ever cool, uh, smoke with? Man, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, like, fucking a lot of rappers, I guess. Like, But then there's, like, a lot of rappers that I've been around a lot. Like, I've been around Young Thug a lot, but I never, ever, like, smoked with Young Thug. Which, you never smoked with him, okay. You know, I've, like, been around Chief Keef when he was smoking blunts, and I was smoking my blunt, but I never, like, smoked a blunt with Chief Keef. But that's also some rapper shit is that once you reach a certain level, you just, you ain't really passing the blunt anymore, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I smoked with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I never did that. That's yeah. the most iconic one I think you can get. Yeah, you can't get no more iconic than that. I no, smoke yeah. with a uh, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, uh, I smoke with Raekwon. No, uh, I smoke with Method Man. I smoke with Tommy Chong. That's dope. He had his own shit though. Like he had his own little. 
Rolled up. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Blunt. Yeah. No, you did your thing on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, I smoke with a lot of cool ass motherfuckers, man. Right. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa kicks you out the, the studio if you're smoking tobacco, though. For, as he should. Yeah. I don't like the smell of that shit either. You know what I mean? Split for backwood? Yeah. I don't think he likes backwoods being rolled around his, uh, really? his environment. I don't think. It's, it's papers only. Wow. That's his thing. That's dope. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. He created his world. He, yeah. cre- he created his own world. Yeah. You know, what, what's the Adam 22 rules over here? What you what, what will get you kicked out? Don't pass me no, no Sherm blunts. That'll be cool. That's a, you ever smoke Sherm? Nah, I never got a chance. Damn. You know what I said? I said I would only smoke Sherm if it was with RZA. Yeah. Or any original Wu-Tang member, really. Really? Yeah. Um. Ah. Uh, yeah, I can't do that one, bro. I'll be running around in my backyard naked and shit. Yo, God, but I do that too. I, God, you already I, do that. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. You're that I, guy. I done got, got my dick sucked in my backyard. I done really? got yeah, yeah. I got a fun backyard, bro. Really? Yeah. I'm coming to Harlem. I'm going yeah. to the backyard. It's some nice, man. Top. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You, you we gonna we gonna we gonna have some. We gonna have a good time. Let's do it. Yeah, one hell of a high Scarface baby. Me, Jack Thriller, Brian Pumper, Private Jet. I like it. Harlem to Hollywood. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. So we push a pizza. Jack Thriller. Where should they go? I guess if they want to uh, keep a, keep up on what you, what you got going on. Yeah, man. Please um, order um, uh, 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 Stone Pizza. Um, uh, if you want to order for Stone Pizza, it's at Pizza Pusher. P i z z a p u s h a. And follow Jack Thriller at Jack Thriller Stone Pizza. Hey, we're looking for investors. If we're looking for somebody, if you got twelve million dollars, we're trying to open up ten stoves and shit. And that's what type of deals we're taking. Um, you know, only people we do some one-off shit with is definitely my man Adam Twenty Two. Yo, you you like the pizza, right? That was hard, yeah. I actually really fuck with it. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. It's a delicious pizza, man. I really fuck with y'all. Thank y'all for having me on uh, your podcast, man. This is this is 22.com. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No John Mer, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Jack Thriller. Baby! Ooh. Let's go. Hey, did you take a picture of us again? Let me get one of these right here. Oh, with yeah, I get one right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.